Welcome to the Berkey Guy Podcast. There's 10 days until race day, and the action is ramping up in Hayward. It's ramping up on BerkeyGuide.com and here on the podcast. Today we talk with Kurt Proctor, who's the chief groomer for the Berkey Foundation. What does it take to prepare 150 kilometers of trail to find corduroy? Well, time mostly, since the groomers only run at about 4 miles per hour. Good thing the Berkey has a bunch of them. And if you don't listen to the rest of the podcast, do note the trails close next Tuesday for final preparation. So please stay off of them after that time. Berkey is kind of different than your local ski center. They have one product in mind. That's the quality of the trail on Berkey Day. Let them do their job, job as best they can, and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Berkey Guide podcast. I'm talking to Kurt Proctor, and Kurt Proctor is the is there, you're, you're the head groomer at the Berkey Foundation. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct, Ari. All right. So um, uh, Berkey obviously is one of the biggest trail networks uh, in the in the country. I would assume about 100k of trail. A lot of it groomed 30 feet wide. What do you what what do you have for trail that you have to groom, and what do you have to groom it with? Well, we have uh, we probably have closer to maybe 100 and. 50 k's of trail we're adding trails all the time as particularly up north by the start area uh, we have currently we have four piston bullies two pb 100s and one 400 uh, the 100s are set up with three track setters uh, currently the the 400 has no track setters we use that to comb large areas of the trail. Uh, there are a few places where it does not fit, uh, particularly on the classic trail, but um, uh, we put it to good use pretty much every day. Uh, we also have four snowmobiles, a couple of uh, Scandics, and a couple of Arctic Cats with uh, several Ginzu groomers. Uh, supply of Oh, just other implements that get collected in the yard, and you know, it just depends on the conditions and what we use. So, and, and do you bring in more equipment for the race, or do you sort of get by <clears throat> with what you have? Well, Piston Bully is a sponsor, so uh, they actually uh, will bring in one piece of equipment a week before the race uh, this year. Yeah, just sort of to supplement what you have. Correct, yeah, because yeah. it actually to get, you know, to groom the entire trail uh, in one night is a pretty lengthy process, and uh, yeah, we can, it takes, it takes five, five machines to do it. Wow, and that's, that's, that's going all night. That's going all night. Actually, it, actually, um, that's going for several days before the race. And then all night, you know, so that we get to treat, uh, well, really the lead skiers to fresh corduroy uh, for the entire race. And, and, and then the best base for everyone else that, that you can. Correct. Yeah. Now, um, the, a, lot of, a lot of the work for grooming probably goes back uh, early in the season, maybe even before. Um, be, before the snow falls, because up until a couple of weeks ago, there really hadn't been that much snow on the on the course, but we had pretty good trail conditions. What do you guys do um, early in the season just to make sure that that snow sets up uh, looking towards the race? 
Uh, well, really, our season really starts in the spring. Um, last year we did a lot of trail prep, a lot of brushing, a lot of uh, tree removal, um, actual uh, trail work, you know, as far as just uh, we're continually picking rocks, stumps, you name it. But um, after that, uh, you know, we're a lot of maintenance on equipment, just making sure that everything's ready to go. Uh, but continually working on the trail. It's a non-stop lifetime job. <laughs> yeah. I remember a few years ago, I think it may have been the first or second Berkey Trail Run, um, a friend of mine who, who was running it looked at the course and said, boy, this looks like a golf course. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear flats and went out and had a good race on it. So, you know, for, for people who may only see the race, the, the trail in the, uh, in the winter, it, 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 it is really in, in terrific shape <clears throat> the rest of the year. You know? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Ari, it's a far cry from a golf course, but that's that that's what we'd like it to look look like, and uh, you know that's what we work towards. So, yeah, you'd, you'd like a fifty-kilometer putting green, and you get as close as you can. Right. Well, you know, we you get into a situation where you don't get a whole lot of uh, snow, and then you know it needs to be as flat and smooth as it can possibly be so you can ski on two inches of snow and that's kind of what happened this year uh we the, we had basically about two inches of base until a week ago yeah and the two inches of base held up pretty well with 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 cold weather and cold ground underneath so we probably could have had a pretty good berkey on that is that correct we would have had a real good berkey on it um the south end of the trail was very thin. We were a little reluctant to get on to that too much, uh, just because, you know, down there we were, I actually could not set tracks up until about a week a, a week ago. <clears throat> yeah, so you could comb a skate lane, but you couldn't really dig into it at all. Correct. Yeah. And uh, when you're in sort of that snow conservation mode, do you, do you need to groom it a lot, or do you sort of just leave it be and, and hope for the best? Well, uh, if we get a little bit of snow, if we get an inch, you know, obviously we we will groom it. But otherwise, um, you know, there's a lot of different lot of different ways to do things. Everybody has a a different method for doing what it is that they do. But um, I tend to like to just leave it alone a little bit. Uh, the skiers will still ski on it and they ski it in pretty good. So what I really don't want to do is drag up any dirt. Yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, we, we sort of flipped the uh, flipped the script in the last week and, and have gotten a bit of snow. How much snow have we gotten since, the, since it started snowing? What, about a, a week and a half ago? Uh, yeah, about a week and a half ago, we started getting some real measurable snow. Um, I was in the groomer last night. We got in about three. Uh, jumped out down by uh, Highway 77 to open some gates. Went in up to my knees. So, I don't know. We probably got 18 inches in some places. Yeah, and that's definitely going to, you know, you know, we don't have to really fret over whether there's going to be a race this year, given it looks pretty cold and we have that much snow, so that's good news. You know, that's good. It, the problem is that actually now we have too much, yep. <laughs> if, you, if you can believe that. And it becomes a lot more work for you guys. It's a lot more work, a lot more work, yeah. Yep. 
So what is what is the when you when you do have a snowstorm like that? What is the day in the life of of the grooming team, and and how big is the team? How many folks do you have out in the machines? Uh, we have, like I said, four PBs and uh, four four people on our groomer crew. So uh, that actually are operators, um, and we stage those machines at different places along the trail. However, last night really we took three machines and went south because we did have so much snow. So basically what we're doing at this point is we're plowing snow off the trail. Um, we don't like to groom down too much snow at one time. So we'll plow it off the trail, groom a little bit down, come back again, pull a little bit more back on, groom it down. We don't need 18 inches or 12 inches of base. You know, really all we need is about four to six inches of base. And uh, at this point, the way the weather's been, anything can happen. So, I mean, conceivably it could rain before the race. We just like to have that extra snow, you know, stored along the trails so we can use it if we need to. So it's sort of, you're pushing it off to the side and stockpiling it there so you can pull it back if needed. Yep, yep. We're, we're into the, what they call this uh, snow for farming mode. Uh, I would I would call it right now and and um, and just and we're and we're grooming every day just to try to you know firm up that base and and get it as dense as we can. Yeah. Now, if uh, if we do get uh, it, it looks like the just looking at the longer range forecast it looks like it's going to be pretty cold and pretty uh, pretty dry until the race. So, in that case, you should be able to pack it down to a pretty nice uh, nice nice hard powder base uh, before the race. Um, if that happens, is is that something probably you would hope that happens because you don't have to, to deal with a soft trail? Absolutely, we we want to uh, we want to get that base as firm as we can. We have we're going to have somewhere's around nine thousand skiers to to groom for, and uh, that is that is a tough thing to do. Yeah, especially you got a downhill where anyone starts snowfalling, you really need that firm base. Um, obviously it's not always easy, uh, that you, that you have a lot of snow and you have a lot of cold and, you know, last year was a year where it, it snowed right up before the race. So what do you, what, what do you sort of go, go into doing when you have that happening where you have six or eight inches that fall the night before the race? Yeah, well, last year we probably had more like 12 or even a little bit more, but, uh, that was not something that you really really wanted to see happen um, of course last year we uh, had two PB400s on the trail and um, our other three 100s so but we were we were plowing it right down to the base we had it we had the base really good up until then that was kind of disappointing actually yeah. but uh, yeah. so you're actually just, taking off as much snow as you could and pushing it off to the side Yep, we just drop the plow and just go. Yep, like you're like you're following a highway. Yep. And uh, and and I think it was 2014 when, and that was the the, the snow was right before the Cordelova last year, and I know that was a soft race. It actually seemed like it firmed up for the Berkey skiers where the Cordy skiers had gone the day before. Um, I think uh, uh, for 2000. 14 was it that there was all that snow the week day before the race we've definitely had some soft years um so it would be it'd be nice to have uh, uh almost be nice to have harder the year this year although we don't want to go 
We don't want to go to 2017, but looks like we're in okay shape for that. Right. Um, when when you do have do have that, what is uh, what kind of time timing? Are, are, is your team out all night? Are you pulling 14, 16, 18 hour shifts, or how long can well, you go before people have to have a cup of coffee or, or go to sleep? Well, we we pretty much go all night. We don't uh, when we're out there, we don't take take any breaks, so we don't have time to do any of that. Um, you know, if we're lucky, somebody will bring us out a sandwich or something to drink. But you know, you're you're working and eating or doing whatever, all at the same time because literally there is just no time. You know, one of the situations that occurred last year, you know, a lot of different things happen when you're out there, and of course, you get a lot of people from different places, and people want to ski on the Berkey Trail, and basically it's closed, and it will be closed on Tuesday this year. Um, but they want to ski anyhow, so they they go up and ski. And I was doing the final pass on uh, on the skate trail last year, and we had probably about 500 skiers that had been on it since I'd went by it, uh, and actually made a little bit more work for us. So uh, we kind of like people to stay off the trail uh, when we're getting it ready, you know, because it's just it makes it better for everybody. And even if you have a hard base, it's just better to keep people off because you never really know what's going to happen. Well, that's true. That's true, yeah. So, um, race, the, the trail will close this year, uh, close on Tuesday, and really asking people to stay off of the trail, off of the, the race trails at least after that point. They will be able to ski at some of the other trails you've been laying out the last few years. Yep. We have, we have uh, quite a few trails around that are available for people to ski on. The Actually, there's a good trail system up at the Berkey Trailhead. Um, they can they can be up there, ski around there, down at uh, um, at Berkey Ridge. There's another area. Uh, there's, tr- there's loops at the Hatchery. Um, there's some other local ski trails, uh, the Hosta has ski trails, the town, Hayward Town Park has some about 5Ks of, of trails and uh, a lot of other places to go. It's just kind of nice, you know, just to be, I mean, if you if, if you want the trail groomed and groomed right, then it's, I mean, it just takes time. Yep, and with nine, 10,000 skiers on it, we got to make sure that uh, everyone, the, everyone, everyone stays off, stays out of your way more than anything else because you probably have to be at, at all times a day on it the last oh. few days before the race. All the time. We'll be on, yep. you know, somewhere all the time. Now, when you're when a groomer's moving, uh, about how fast can a piston bully lay, lay down track? Well, we generally will run about, oh, four miles an hour or something like that. Um, they can clip along pretty good, but you don't want to go too fast. Um, you know, you don't get the, the condition that you're looking for. So it's it's dependent upon... Uh, how much snow you have, the base, you know, how much you're tilling. Uh, there's some factors involved, but probably I would say average about three, four, probably about four miles an hour, five miles an hour, something like that. So to hit the whole trail, you're looking at somewhere between eight and ten hours. Oh yeah. Oh, it's probably more than that. Okay, well, uh, and then you have the classic trail and the all the other the pieces, just just a <clears> single pass. Right. We take it takes two machines, pretty much. Two machines side for the Berkey. We like to get it nice and wide because we do have so many, so many skiers. But 
it takes two machines side by you know side by side to to make a pass and then come back again so we go over everything pretty much twice in one grooming just yep. to just to get it groomed down the way you know the way it needs to be yeah so there's a lot of a lot, a lot of a lot of time and energy put out by you and your crew oh yeah now do you guys get to go out and uh, at least enjoy some of the grooming do you guys ski yourself or you have to after grooming or you just get ready to get in bed um only a couple of our, our groomers actually ski um i've skied the berkey several times um haven't had time to do it in a long time but uh um, you know some get out some don't some are just local guys that are um, equipment operators and um play hockey <laughs> instead of ski yeah you know you know what if uh if it's, it's just like a zamboni that you drive a lot further that's true yeah yeah now um with the, with the race coming up, is there anything else that, that folks should know about um, about what what to expect for, for the trails? Anything new this year? Um, how do you get, do you get, the, are you able to get a piston bully up over the new bridge, or do you have to take a, a, a sled over that? Uh, we have, actually, we can, our, our, one of our PBs uh, will fit across the bridge. Um, it is a very, very tight squeeze, but we get across the bridge with the piston bully and uh yeah that's hasn't been a problem so we should expect nice uh nice firm conditions across there and the uh you know perfectly laid track all the way down to, to mosquito brook this year yeah you know as long as we don't get um another dump on friday or sounds like we might you know we're supposed to get more on thursday and even if we get it on Thursday, that makes things very hectic for us because it does take so long to do the entire trail. And once you get a, cons you know, once you're, once we get five or six inches of snow, um, that translates into about six or eight times up and down the Berkey Trail. Yep, and if it's not, uh, if it's not. Um if it's not, if it doesn't get cold, it's hard for it to get set up. So even if it's good for the first few skiers, by skier number three thousand, it might be difficult. Correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So what 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 Berkey skiers really should hope for is, uh, you know, something like this where we have snow early in the month of February, and then we'd like it to be cold and dry until the race. That would be perfect. Yeah. Now, do you prefer having a little more moisture to work with, or would you rather have uh, would you rather have sort of just old old cold dry snow? Oh, I kind of like the little more moisture is is a little better because it helps transform that snow into a little firmer base. So for a good example is, you know, man-made snow um, comes out of the gun kind of half transformed already. Yep. And that, of course, you know, can also turn into a sheet of ice, but, um, but uh, for sure would rather have some moisture in the snow right now this what we got the other day or last night um pretty dry pretty darn dry so so you gotta really compress it and pack it out to, to yep. build up some of that moisture we gotta pound her down yeah all right well i think there's 10 days to the 10 days of murky eight uh, nine days to the court of so it sounds like every work cut out with you cut out for you i'll let you go but thanks very much for coming on and um if uh there's anyone who sees sees the groomers out, you know, please stay off the trail, but give them a high five and bring bring you a sandwich and a cup of coffee. 
Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be really great. <laughs> All so, right. Thanks, Ernie. Thanks very much for Kurt. Been good talking to you. Thanks, Kurt, for taking the time out of this busy time of year to come on the podcast. And good luck picking all the rocks out of the trail next season. Again, uh, skiers, please heed the notice of the groomers and keep off the Berkey Trail before the race. And let it set up for perfection. That's starting next Tuesday. We'll be keeping track of last-minute items like that and, of course, wildly speculating about the weather here on BerkeyGuide.com. So make sure to click over there as race day approaches. Our music is from Tusk Lord from the Fee Music Archive, and the podcast was produced by me. So, uh, sorry for whatever happened with that. Stay tuned, we'll probably have another episode before the race day, and then we will be recapping the race uh, from Main Street and Hayward, so come out and find us and have a beer. 